Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome, high-tech freedom listeners. Great to have you back. And today, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about asking great questions. And great questioning as a sales rep is not necessarily something that every sales rep is born with. I do believe it's a skill that you develop over time. And sales is about asking great questions that turn into great discussions that enable you to establish credibility, build rapport, and really get to the core of a customer challenge. Questions are not a tool to force or contact down a path that sets you up for a product pitch. Most new reps do not start out their career being great at this, but successful ones, they figure it out. Asking great questions does require a level of confidence and comfort with your process. You know, that feeling and that ability to understand that you are asking open-ended questions, the response you get may not necessarily be exactly what you're looking for, but having that confidence and that comfort to know that that open conversation will eventually lead to a more direct conversation later, eventually get to that endpoint. Even if that direct path is not immediately clear, you know that there is a path to that endpoint and game within your sales process. During my time on sales calls, I've seen some pros do this really well, and I'm always so impressed. I've also worked with reps that approach the sales call as their time to gather a bunch of data to facilitate their sales process. I totally understand the intent behind this. That data gathering, it is important, if not critical, to managing the sales process. My point is that there's a better way to get the information you need in a more conversational way while adding value to your customer. How you ask great questions ultimately is what separates that 20% from that 80%. Now, this topic, it's deep. I could spend or you could go take a 60-minute online course about asking great questions. So I just wanted to highlight a couple examples today and just get you thinking about how you can improve your own style of questioning. If you want to go deep in this topic, there's some really great resources out there. Uh, there's also a bunch of books. So I have noticed most of the books on great questions tend to be more geared towards leadership. I guess, you know, helping leaders get more out of their team. Um, but you're smart. You'll figure it out. You'll figure out how to apply it to selling. Uh, one of them is Good Leaders Ask Great Questions by John Maxwell. Another is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And then another one that's a little bit older is Questions That Sell, The Powerful Process for Discovering What Your Customers Really Want by Paul Cherry. So let's jump into a couple of thoughts on asking questions. Now, if you've listened to any of my past podcasts, you will not be surprised to hear me say that great questions start with great planning. Now, whenever you can ask a question about some event or some initiative, maybe something out there that's public, and then tie it to that individual, you're just starting off putting yourself 
with that individual at their level, right? You're, you're just starting off in a more credible position. Now, you know, I just love research-based questions when going in to meet with higher-level executives. And I'll just give you a quick example. One of my team members was researching a customer that had uh, all kinds of public information out there about how they needed to expand and grow their China revenue. But in order to do that, they had to make some adjustments to how they worked with their contracted sales agents in the country. And so it was in our opinion, and what we took from the story was this is probably going to have some impact into how business as usual works because business in China is different. So during lunch with the executive, we did ask how this initiative and this challenge was impacting or integrating with the rest of their operations. In addition, how was that China expansion impacting some of the other publicly stated customer ELA targets that they had or some other quality target initiatives that the company had stated were important to them. Now, when preparing these questions, we did not have really any insight into how we could ultimately address the problem or the challenge in China about growing revenue. We had some guesses and some ideas maybe on how we could jump into maybe the integration with all of that. We prepared a few responses, but what we were ultimately going for was engagement. If this was a big priority for the company, it had to be on the mind of this executive. And ultimately, we ended up having a really interesting conversation and dialogue, which eventually shifted to the customer saying, well, hey, where I really need your help is... A, B, and C. And so that uh, ultimately, that's what we were looking for. So what's another uh, example of a type of question you could ask? So one of my other favorite questions is a question that challenges the customer. If you want to create an engaging conversation, challenge your customer, but in a respectful way. The question should be set up in a way so that it's clear to the customer that you're just attempting to add value with your line of questioning. For example, a real simple question I heard a rep ask in the past was, I'm curious, why are you not fully in the public cloud? And this rep was not working for AWS or Azure, so it's not like he or she was trying to sell public cloud. It was just a genuine question that the rep had on why the customer was not going in a certain direction with their IT infrastructure. This led to a discussion on why, and the information and clarity that we received really enhanced the reps insight into the business and gathered many of the data points that they ultimately wanted to get. You know, things that we pulled out of it included politics around internal politics around cloud providers, certain critical but legacy apps were impacting their overall strategy, even existing contracts that were somewhat of a barrier to making some changes within their environment. So, you know, all of that gave that rep something now that they can start to build a tighter plan around that was really tied into that company's business and really why, why their infrastructure was going a certain way in support of that business. Now, these are just two types of questions. There are many more. More importantly to the question is how you handle it. You all know this, you have to listen. Now, don't listen for a particular answer that facilitates your sales process. It will come. Listen intently, ask the question, listen, ask a clarifying question, listen, and then make statements to acknowledge their response. Once you've done all that, do it all over again. Great questions and how you handle them. It's a little bit of a dance, right? Your partner may not always step or dip the way you expect, but you have to adapt. And the more dance moves you know, and this is coming from somebody that's a horrible dancer, but the more dance moves you know, 
the more you are able to adapt. The better you prepare, the more great questions you can ask, the better you are at adapting to the responses. So as great questions is a fundamental part of selling, you can take an entire course on the topic. You know, if you're interested, it's a homework assignment. Take a look at your sales systems and processes. Do you have your top questions well-documented? If not, go do it. If you do, how can you enhance them to be more impactful? Now, remember, not all questions are going to be out of the can, right? Some of the best questions are the ones that will only come from advanced research. There's no script when trying to ask a question that takes you to the heart of your customer's business. If you want a great example of this, I just did a recent interview last week. Tune back in for an upcoming episode with David Case. He's a global number one seller that has leveraged his years as a consultant to enhance how he works with his clients and really ask some incredible high-impact questions. And as you know, if you've ever been involved in consulting, being a consultant uh, is heavily dependent on asking really good questions to make sure that you're delivering towards the business needs. So as we wrap up, thank you for listening. If you have great questions that work for you, I would love to hear them. Connect with me in LinkedIn or book a call. And then as the LinkedIn and Facebook groups grow, I plan to post a few sales-related questions, topics to get people talking and share some other great ideas. So if you're not in that group, go check it out. I'm also booking guests on the High Tech Freedom Podcast for the second half of 2022. So if you are a top rep, entrepreneur, author, or someone with a story that we could all benefit from, please reach out and book a time to speak. I'd love to meet you. Until then, make this the best week ever. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating, and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.